Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I take you for a ride on the devil's ship. I take you for a ride where you sink or swim. Now come with me and let this story begin. Wow. Viva Fry, welcome back. Tell us, I was going to say we need to do like a montage of the first time I came and just like a screen grab from each one. We and will we'll see the, the, the progression the hair. of the fro. It's, Dude, the hair is completely different. It I is, prefer it like this. It, I, I think in a ponytail, it looks clean. And when I let it go down, I, I, I've grown to love the hair. I'm a fan of the hair. I, I have long hair, but for the past couple of months, I've been tying it up a lot. So people forget I have long hair. Yeah, well, then you shave it on the side. I so shave it on the sides, to... but it looks different. If I put it down, you don't. You can't even tell I have a shave on the side. It's just I could keep the option to do various styles. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm. Oh, that's me right there. Yeah. That's, that's a crazy man. Yeah, <laughs> oh, jeez, he's looking at me right now. <laughs> don't be distracted, bro. Don't be distracted uh, by your own face. Pantelis, yeah. how goes the battle? The battle's good. I, I've been, well, good, I mean... Which battle you? I'm fighting on many fronts. It's it's an endless. It's a free for all fight on every front, and a, a descent into madness that does not seem to be slowing down, but only accelerating. Only accelerating, and it's weird because you say that there's there is a fight to be fought on different grounds. I'm thinking because I'm a comedian, because I'm a podcaster, I should be fighting things like Bill. Uh, what is it? C eleven, C twelve, C twenty. They keep fucking making new shit up, uh, and I don't know what to do because people keep pushing for censorship online, not realizing. That at the end of the day, it's going to hurt them. It's going to turn into CBC again. Everything's going to be CBC. We're, we're going to get into like all of these things as we go through this, but people don't realize like the censorship. It's not those who support it right now don't realize they have been censored under the existing rules and they probably don't even know it and wouldn't like it if they did know it. Yeah. The Twitter files revealed that uh, we'll get into that when we get into it, but. Even the, the people who support censorship themselves were being censored. Be, their critique of the people they wanted to critique were being censored. And Can we talk care. about that right now? Because this morning I was catching up on the Twitter files and I didn't realize, I knew it was big. I didn't realize how big it was because I thought the Twitter files were just the FBI, the CIA, were at the, the federal government was kind of implicit in um, blocking information, spreading disinformation. The, these were conspiracy theories until they were proven right by the Twitter files. Then I realized this morning, it's, it's called the Twitter files, but it's not just about Twitter. They did this with YouTube, with Twitch, with Facebook. This is insane. We, we have not yet gotten the, the, the release of the Google files or the YouTube files. Google owns YouTube and tw whatever. And I don't care about, I have to preface this, I don't care about if the government finds, some, if someone online is like, I'm going to go shoot a bunch of Republicans, I'm going to shoot a bunch of Democrats. I don't mind them following and, and uh, kind of suppressing that reach. I'm cool with that because that's a, that's a dangerous, violent thing. What I'm most concerned about is that they were blocking jokes they were going against a twitter accounts that had like 14 followers but were making funny jokes about the government they were, they were censoring adam baldwin and james woods it's, i mean it first of all the the illegals content nobody is out there trying to say people should be allowed to make threats and, and whatever they should be not just flagged but probably uh watched surveyed yeah, by of the course, fbi yeah, someone's, yeah. but what you have right now first of all other than the fact that the fbi seems incapable of actually foiling any plot whether it's uh, you know, the, the Muhammad drawing a while back in Texas where the oh, FBI yeah. was heavily influenced. They were following the two the two perpetrators right up until they went to commit their act. I didn't know that. Uh, oh yeah. The FBI was 
it seems to have had its hands in or, or, or watching a number of people who went on to commit violent acts. I, I know this. Now, here's my question. I, I, okay, some of them, maybe it just got out of hand. Is there some that it seems like they made the conscious decision not to stop it? So, like, well, the, how do you prove that? You, you, you can't. The FBI following or having dialogue with the shooters in Texas for the Muhammad drawing thing, you could reasonably conclude they're like, okay, let's see how long we can let this go so that it can be something that we can foil and take credit for. Um, they didn't foil it. Let, let's take um, Gretchen Whitmer, the kidnapping plot of Gretchen Whitmer, where you had more FBI informants and agents orchestrating the event in order to foil it afterwards. Where I say that at some point, when you have as many FBI agents and informants orchestrating a plot, at what point do they become the ones actually carrying out the plot or, or organizing it so they can foil a bunch of dubs I'm rubes. not well versed in this. I want to know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, Gretchen Whitmer. You yeah. remember the 2020 surprise when there was a, a radical far-right extremist who were threatening to kidnap and kill Gretchen Whitmer? Yeah, I thought it was Poseidon. Well, no, at the time, we were watching this. This was shortly after Gretchen Whitmer had the 8645 uh, little cube in the video that she did with uh, one morning show. 80, was it 8645? Yeah, 86 means... They say it's 80 miles out, six feet deep, or it means to... The 86 to cancel. Cancel if you're on a menu of a restaurant. Uh, terminate Delete. if you're talking mobster type yeah, talk. Yeah. So it, some people thought it meant end 45, 45 being President Trump and whatever. They wiggled out of it. Wikipedia, wiki edited what 86 meant to remove, kill, but only to cancel. Okay. It was in the wake of that that the FBI foiled a plot of these people who... If you run into them, probably you would never have thought they were capable of organizing this type of plot to kidnap and kill Gretchen Whitmer, to fly in with a helicopter, take her off her island, tie her up and, and do terrible things. Helicopter. The, the people alleged to be, have been planning the plot. One guy lived in the basement of a vacuum shop, had to go to a, you know, a, a restaurant nearby to wash his hands and to shower, uh, was, was, was called autistic. They called him, I think, Captain Autism as, as, a, as a gag. I'm not saying that to make fun of anybody. Bottom I mean, line. Captain, he's the best of the artists. Well, it, it, people who are, who, are, who are easy to manipulate and easy to exploit. But bottom line, this whole kidnap plot gets foiled right before Trump election. They say, look at these right-wing radical extremists. This is what the nation is facing. A, a number of us were a little skeptical from the beginning, saying timing is convenient. The plot seems outlandish. Yada, yada, yada. Two years later, it goes to trial. But you find out throughout the course of the two years, the level of FBI involvement in this plot there were as many agents and informants as there were alleged defendants. They had like 12, 13 agents, informants. The informants were being paid, some of them like $60,000 a year. FBI was telling informants to offer prepaid credit cards to the alleged perpetrators so they could buy the weapons because they had no means to buy the weapons in the first place. It goes to trial, and during the trial, back it up a little bit, throughout the course of the investigation going into the trial, at one point, I, I'm trying to rub my face, uh, I forget who wrote, it was BuzzFeed, wrote an article basically saying like, you know, at what point does FBI involvement become entrapment? And is this sort of like framing it as though this might be the future of uh, busting crimes. They if have you're to get giving so someone money gift card, gift to cards. buy weapons, telling them what to do, and then you're like, ah, you're under arrest. If, if it's like a high school uh, prank. It, it's it's like, I mean, it's, it's I didn't it's, really it's invite entrapment. you to the dance. No, they say like, you don't even have the money. You, don't have, like. you don't have the know-how. You don't... They, it was the agents and the informants training, arming, supplying, giving credit cards, which they turned down to buy the weapons. Anyhow, bottom line, it goes to trial. We learn about the level of the FBI involvement, the FBI talking to their informants, uh, telling them to delete the text messages between the two of them because they could be incriminating. Uh, 
a few got uh, the first round. Four of the six defendants got convicted. Two were hung jury. I forget now the order of it. And then bottom line, oh geez, I'm going to forget the order. Two of them were acquitted at some point in time because they they deemed it to be entrapment. And oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh gosh darn! It. I'm going to forget the exact order. A number, a few of them were acquitted. They were reach. Two of them were retried and then found guilty on the retrial. But bottom line, were they all autistic? They were they were people who um, would be easy to exploit and manipulate because they are vulnerable, for lack of a better word, oh, that's and easy to infiltrate, easy to whip up because they're angry at the government at large. Jeez, I, got, I, I can't believe I forgot the details, but a number of them were acquitted on the defense of entrapment. Two of them were not. They went to retrial and they were found guilty on retrial. But you learn, you learn about the level of FBI involvement in this heist, uh, which you begin to question, you know, is the FBI foiling or plotting to foil? Then you get into January 6th, which is another level where you say, holy cows, the FBI claiming not to have known any of this violence was coming on January 6th were nonetheless embedded with infiltrating the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys. Who, okay, the Proud Boys, I know who they are. They're the people that Oath- uh, you, they, can't, they can only eat cereal and uh, oh, they have the to Proud not Boys jerk are, off. The- but uh, who are the Oath Keepers? The Oath Keepers are, um, it's another what they call a, a far-right militia, for lack of a better word. I don't, I'm not sure I believe Is it an actual are. militia? Because the, the, the Proud Boys, I know they were like dudes that are like, you can't jerk off, like well, weird. The term militia itself doesn't really... Uh, it has a, a negative connotation, but it just it, it means a group of people who, uh, you know, consider themselves defenders of the Constitution. I'm not a member of a militia. It has a very bad name, but it's in the Constitution in terms of a well-armed militia, uh, you know, the Second Amendment, in order yeah. to keep a well-armed militia. I, I think they would qualify themselves as a militia, but not in the derogatory sense that I think militia is a hilarious name. Well, a militia is a group of people who, who, who come together word. to, I don't know. It gets problematic when they get violent. Yeah. The Oath Keepers, as far as I could ever tell, um, Rhodes is the founder. He's a guy with an eye patch, a lawyer, uh, ex, ex, ex-military guy. He's an eye patch. He's an eye patch. I'm kind of liking where this is going. Um, so they, uh, they were infiltrated by the FBI, uh, as were the Proud Boys, as relates to plans for January 6th. Remember that- What were their plans? Were well, they, they, their plans were to overthrow the government. The, the Oath Keepers just got convicted on a seditious conspiracy. To overthrow the government. But why do people keep acting like overthrowing the government is so simple? You can't uh, well, just overthrow. A, like, we're not in the Middle Ages. He, Even he, if you why. go into Capitol Hill, like, there's still, there's the internet, there's the white, like, it's not, I'm in here now, I'm in charge. Well, the, why the are we sh- making it seem like it's so easy? That's why CNN <laughs> pisses me off. Like, they were attempting to overthrow the government. You think fucking 47 dudes in... Dressed like buffaloes can take over. <laughs> why are we? Why are we acting it, like it, this is real they, life? They were trying to overthrow the government unarmed. It was the most unarmed over insurrection you've ever seen. Yeah. Have uh, you seen the American military? It, it, it's they 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 threw the term around. When you back up and you realize that they were going to frame it this way regardless, and so they needed a few examples in order to justify framing it as a group of mad. Uh, angry protesters overthrowing the government unarmed. It got violent. There were violent pockets, but by and large, you know, it, it wasn't as violent as, as the media made it out to be. And also, one of the defendants was acquitted because the cop said, look, the, the, the cop, the judge said, the cops let you in. I have a video of them opening the gate and saying, come on in, can't arrest people and convict them after that. Can you explain that to me? Why would they take such a chance, especially when there are people cosplaying? You don't trust these otaku people. Why would you allow them to go into the capital. Isn't that dangerous? It, it, there's a number of theories. One, My prediction for the conspiracy of 2023 that's going to be confirmed true is going to be that January 6th was something of a setup or an inside job. That it was, it was allowed to occur 
to a limited extent to be weaponized and exaggerated by the media for political purposes, as exactly has been done. I don't know what the evidence is going to look like to confirm that conspiracy theory. But when you you have at least only one defendant got acquitted where the judge said there was no in this guy wasn't doing anything illegal. The cops literally waved him in. And we've seen video of it that has not been released. You know, there's 14,000 hours of footage that the January 6th committee is not releasing. What they do release is that three and a half minute, highly edited piece of political propaganda that they use for their committee. 14,000 hours. I suspect there's going to be a lot of hours of it where you're going to see, holy crap, they were letting people in. It was not an insurrection. And they were not dressed appropriately to Uh, be in a government building. I'm going to say this right now. Many shirtless people. Well, they were certainly unarmed. And now you have the Oath Keepers who... They got their one conviction or their two convictions of seditious conspiracy, which is itself not insurrection. Different crimes under the United States Code. I love these words. Well, They're saying insurrection. Who, who says insurrection? It was not an insurrection at any point. It was a violent protest. We can grant that. It was not an insurrection, which is a, an attempt to violently overthrow the government. So they got the Oath Keepers on seditious conspiracy, which is planning basically, sort of a planning of the insurrection. So you don't get to the stage of violence. You only get to the seditious conspiracy to commit. The Oath Keepers, who came to Virginia with what they called an arsenal of firearms, which they left at their hotel, uh, and the theory goes that they were going to go make insurrection unarmed, and if it didn't go as planned, they were going to go back and get their weapons and come back for the armed insurrection, where the defense was, we brought our firearms and then left them at our hotel so we would not run afoul of any law. Why would you even bring that many anyways? Well, because you're living, you're living in the States. There's a Second Amendment country, and, and, yeah. you, and you bring firearms, and you, Just you know, leave them where you're not allowed to bring them. Okay, um, that's cool to follow the rules, but I feel like we're getting so aggressive for, like, even if, it's not how it works. It, it, you can't violently take over. We're going to turn into Sri Lanka. We can't do shit like that. we gotta, we got to stay calm and negotiate. The question is going to be, first of all, it, categorically no violence. People don't like me because I, I say you, you can't become the monster that you're battling. Yeah, so, I don't like the violence either because people, you get so frustrated and people think, oh, that's the only way. It's not the, the well, only not way. Not only is it not the only way, it's exactly what the abuser wants. They yeah. want you to lash out so that they can then say, look at this savage animal. I have to impose yeah. more restrictions on them. They can't control themselves. It's exactly what they want. It's exactly what Trudeau wanted um, in his response truckers. to the trucker protest. And they still didn't get violent. But for the grace of God, they didn't. And when you watched that convoy, you realize it's what he was trying to provoke that response by the crowd because you had CSIS coming up and saying, Trudeau, you know you're going to radicalize more people by declaring the, by invoking the Emergencies Act. You know you're going to make people become more anti-government by invoking this. And he said, that's part of the plan. And I mean, then that's, those, that's, a, that's, a, that's a feature, not a bug. Those lunatic truckers, they erected bouncy castles. They did nothing violent. <laughs> but, but, you know, Do you remember that? They, they brought in bouncy castle, castles so kids could jump on. I was like, this is... I, 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 designed a, I designed a merch shirt that said, Bouncy Castles Happened. VivaFry.com. How weird. <laughs> what a weird two years. It's we're going on three now. It's been it's been an eye opening. I would say not revolutionary because it has been a revolution. It's been more like a, a, a rapid descent into madness. But I, I I've I've I like to say I haven't changed, but it's impossible not to change when the world has changed around you. I'm trying to change for the. I'm trying to not get as angry as I used to and just yell. That's what I was telling you before the show. I'm trying to stay calm because I, I feel like I'm not helping if I just get mad. That's why I'm asking you questions because you know shit. I feel like there's more help in asking someone who understands what's going on, some details, so I get a better understanding, other people understand, instead of just me yelling all the time. It, it, I I know that if someone looks at my Twitter feed, they're going to say I'm doing a lot more yelling than I once did. You um, can't help it. It's Twitter. But it, you it look angry. At, at some point, um, when, when you have 
people waiting in train cars on railways for 18 hours while you have your minister of transport and prime minister making these absolutely insultingly offensive Santa Claus propaganda for Twitter videos. At some Wait, point, is it offensive because they're, they're propagating Santa Claus? What do you no, mean? It's, it's offensive because they're dedicating government resources, tax dollars to making propaganda videos. Okay, this I want to talk to you about this. So technically speaking, because they used government funds to do taxpayer dollars. So I paid for it, you paid for it. So that makes me a producer of that film. You want credit? You want credit? I don't want credit. I want final cut. I did not approve. I thought it was shot a little hastily. It felt very low budget. I don't want to be associated with it. I know it's associated to me because it's my tax dollars. I would not have approved that film. It is criminal in its. It, it is criminal in the colloquial sense. They're wasting our resources. They're wasting what they're supposed to be doing for a job. They're rubbing in our face. Uh, the, the I mean, I guess the fruits of their abuse. They're like, ah, here's here three years we've been messing with your lives, crushing the economy, destroying the fabric of the constitutional country that Canada was. Not and here country. we're going to make a stupid. Some people oh, say don't, we don't lie. Real, don't lie. It's not a real country. Not, some people say we don't. Have, we never had a real constitution. But they, they they make this video, and it's it's like rubbing lemon in in a in a wound that they just cut on your hand. It's like. The scene from True Romance when when Christopher Walken is uh, you know beating up uh, Dennis Hopper and he cuts his hand and then pours alcohol on it. That th- that video after what we have gone through for the last two and a half to three years now, it's over the top insulting. These are it people is over the laughing top. at us. I'm not as angry as you because I make fun of it, but it is over the top. It is stupid. But I'm not as uh, there's other stuff that you know what I'll give you a positive thing that happened. You know what I thought was positive here in Quebec when um, some of the party leaders during the Quebec election period, they said, uh, we don't want to swear allegiance to the king. And they fought to not have to swear allegiance. I like that because I'm a man who does not like the monarchy. Uh, you know what? At this point... At the time, end, it's meaningless. Yeah, However, a- I appreciated I appreciated the fight against the monarchy. I was like, you I, know what? I, I bow down to no man. Couldn't care less. I, I'm yeah. Not that I couldn't care less about that. On, the, on my scale of 1 to 10, that's a 10 being 10 the most least important right now. I'm happier uh, with that. Then I am angry with stupid videos that Trudeau it's, makes. But it's the context of the stupid videos. They yeah. they are neglecting their own jobs. They're defiling our charter of rights, defiling our constitution. They're they're pushing censorship. They're pushing uh, the laws. censorship thing. Can something be done right now? Because they keep tr- they went to the Senate. I think the Senate has asked them to change something. Bill C eleven. Yeah, I think is it's it has not yet gotten approval from the Senate, but it's, it, it looks like it's going to. I mean, they are turning. Canada into China, and then they're making stupid, insulting holiday videos that, by the way, make them look like a sinister criminal government that they are with our own tax dollars while they're saying 2023 is going to be a bad year. It's going to be a lot of uh, inflation. There's going to be a lot. We're going to go into a recession. Are they saying it finally? I thought they were. I I didn't see the full Rosemary Barton interview, but that was one of the highlights that it's going to, we might be heading into a, I don't know. He he stopped saying she session all of a sudden. Now it's, now it's a recession again. It's going to be a he session. What? has he not seen? Besides, have you not seen the clip where Trudeau? He, he, he was saying she session. You don't know this. Oh. So he said, "Well, we're going to stop calling it a recession. It's a she session or some shit." Like that. he's like, "Because women went through some shit too." But recession doesn't mean for men. None of it makes any sense. And what we have, he felt, <laughs> he felt seen when it was a recession. He's like, "Is that about me? Are you saying it's a retard session? Are you saying it's about me? <laughs> no, no, like, she, it's so stupid." She session. And by the way, if it's a she session, it's. Of his doing, and so he is causing hardships to women, uh, as he's done in government. I will give him one benefit. I will play devil's advocate for him and everyone. Uh, during the beginning, 
during when, when COVID first hit and all that, we didn't know what was going on. So I completely understand the overreaction, shutting down borders, panicking in the beginning. I get it. The economy took a hit because even myself, I was like, shit, am I going to die? What do I got to do? Do I got to wear fucking three masks? What do I got? So I get that. I can't lie and be like, you should have known. Nobody fucking knew. I get it. It's after. It's a year later, allowing the big companies to stay open, but not the small shops. So you're allowed to, have, if you're a major conglomerate, you could stay, you could keep making money. If you're a small mom and pop shop, you have to close down. Little things like that that were venomous that I really hated. I was like, well, what's now? It's theater. Pantelis. Uh, How is I, Walmart safe, but fucking Steve's uh, grocery store is, I, is, is, is scary? I think, well, in retrospect, now I did an interview with someone and I forget who it was, but he asked a good question. He said, I knew it was bullshit from the beginning because when they say two weeks to flatten the curve, my first question is, how do you know when to start counting from? It was never going to be two weeks. And, and you knew it by virtue of the fact that no one could pinpoint the date from which two weeks started. Setting that aside, I, I, I'm neurotic. I had my issue. I put books outside that my friends touched and let them disinfect for two days. Damn. Where I realized quite early on it was all um, absolute madness and idiocy was when they were locking the dog runs shut. The uh, outdoor dog runs. Let's not get back. I was so angry. I, I, I was... The, the curfew is what you're talking about. The weird curfew Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm talking like it was in March... April, they locked the outdoor dog runs. I took my dog to the dog run. There was a padlock on the outdoor. And but, and I'm like, okay, well, we're, we're being governed by idiots right now. I don't need to be yeah. a doctor to know this. But you say we didn't know a lot from the beginning. When, you, when we didn't know what we didn't know, but we knew something was coming, and Justin Trudeau donated 16 tons of our personal protective equipment to China in February, and then left all of, or not all, but a lot of the long-term healthcare facilities ill-equipped to deal with what they knew was coming, that's not forgivable, and that's not something you can say, well, we didn't, we didn't know how bad it was going to be, so we gave away 16 tons of personal protective equipment to China, leaving our own long-term healthcare facilities to suffer. You make an excellent point. Counter question. Mm -hmm. Did we give it to them, or did they bully us? <laughs> well, the, the, the <laughs> counter argument to yeah. that, to steel man it, it was expired. It was not going to be, it was, it was going to expire in We March gave the Chinese expired stuff. <laughs> no, for God's sake. Good. They're, they're going to kill us. They're telling us to use bandanas to cover our mouths. I don't think an expired face mask, if it's a month old, is going to be a problem. Um, but anyhow, we've seen it, it drop off a cliff. Who handled it properly? I'd say Sweden looks like it did a, a decent job. I forgot about Sweden. It's true. They were making it seem like everyone in Sweden's going to oh, die. Remember, everyone in Sweden was going to die. Now I believe Sweden has a lower excess mortality than even its neighboring nations. They said when Texas lifted the face mask mandates, they were going to be dead in two weeks. I remember that. Yeah. Florida, going to be dead. Everyone's waiting. And now it's become so... It's become so much that people have to justify their own stupidity to themselves. And I include myself in this where they say, well, uh, Flo Florida was, did like 2% worse than the rest of the country. All right. Florida is also and, and mostly it, an aging population. Well, but not only that, I, I don't even know how you, you could, having seen the way statistics have been uh, manipulated and just outright fabricated, I don't know that yeah, I believe this. But to the extent <laughs> that they're not people littering the streets dead in Florida and they preserved their humanity, their constitution, their rights. Uh, what, okay, even if you did 1% better, what did it cost you? I mean, look what, look what it's done to Canada in terms of that number alone. Now measure it out to excess deaths, to decreased lifespan, to children committing suicide, uh, having yeah, drug yeah, problems, yeah. to people who didn't get diagnosed for cancer. Compare what you think you saved to what you know that you're going to have cost yourselves in the next generation or two and try to make it make sense, except for the fact that you want to convince yourself you weren't duped from the beginning. So what can change moving forward you need let's say let's talk about the u.s and well the u.s it's a two-party system just like canada so if we would have a new government what can actually change in terms of 
let's say if laws are applied right now, let's say if Bill C-11 goes through. How hard or easy will it be for a new government to repeal things of that nature? Isn't it still a circus because it'll be difficult? We're kind of going to stay in the same limbo. I'm trying to think of examples that I know offhand where a new government has come in and repealed... Um, because it's hard sig- to do. It doesn't happen. Piece. It doesn't happen often. That's what I'm trying to tell people. Is everybody thinks oh, if, if uh, a new government and everything's going to be rose? It, the way our, our laws work, everything is super convoluted and complicated. I, I've never. I have not looked into the process for repealing and whether or not. It, I mean, it can be a policy issue, like a platform uh, uh, issue. You say, okay, we'll repeal Bill C11. I mean, Aaron O'Toole said it before Bill C11 passed, and I was like, well, great, Aaron. Well, instead of running on a platform of repealing a dumb law, why don't you just oppose it before it gets ratified? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, but at some point, um, you, you, it becomes a black hole, and when you cross the event horizon, there's no coming out of it. I just I don't that's know why when, I'm saying that. Yeah, and I don't know when the event horizon is or where it is. Bill C11, if it gets passed, it's going to chase creativity, uh, intellect, and money out of the country. Period. Then that happens in a country where you already have such a dilapidated healthcare system; it can't even prop itself up with existing means. What happens then? Tax more. What does that do? That pushes again intellect, wealth, jobs out of the country. And so you get past the event horizon very quickly where you can have all the well-wishing conservative will repeal Bill C-11, but we're already in a spiraling, you know, black hole mess. And I don't know. I mean, you, you hope to sensitize people enough before it gets to the point of no return, but it, it, the biggest problem is it seems like a lot of Canadians are, are very, very happy with this. So in Can- I, I'm not sure if this was a problem in Canada as a whole. You could tell me if it was. I know in Quebec we had an issue the last couple of years where our best, uh, our, well, I don't know some of the best may have stayed, but a lot of doctors were just leaving. They were going stateside. They're like, well, I'm going to get, get paid better. Here. Get I'm gonna, I, All the skills I've learned, I'm going to maximize what I could get from it. And I want to work under better conditions. So we lost a lot of our best there. Uh, content creators, it happens all the time. They leave. That's, that's normal. Uh, what you're saying is, this is not like an isolated event. This is countrywide for years, and it's only going to get worse if we continue. I guess there's no reason for them to stay. It, it, not only no reason, it will be impossible for them to stay. Like Bill C-11 passes, and it governs, and it treats online creators under the, under the, the law of the, the, the Canada Broadcasting Act. It, it'll be impossible. The, you know, True North, post-millennial, rebel news, any independent media will simply not be able to survive in Canada, period. Okay, so then they'll leave, they'll take their employees, maybe they'll do the same content from the States. Then you're going to have, I don't know, blo- nations being blocked, like we can't get Hulu here. You won't be able to get Rebel News in Canada, when, even when they go south. It's, it's turning Canada into a China in real time. It, you know, making an entire population dependent on the government for safety, for subsistence. Rebel News is the is the young people, or no? That's Rebel post News. Millennium. Rebel News is Ezra Levant, uh, Alex Lavoie. Oh, the, yeah, the uh, the girl, or the who, lady who was uh, arguing shot. with Trudeau. The yeah, well, the one who Trudeau wouldn't respond yeah, to. Yeah, and okay, I remember. Turned I remember, away, yeah. and the, the one who got shot in the leg, uh, point blank, with a uh, pepper spray gun during. Oh the shit! Okay, when you said shot, I remember. Yes, that. I should. I should have made sure nobody passed. Yeah. Pepper spray, uh, a, ca- a tear tear gun, tear gas canister. I remember. That's dude. If you want to be a journalist. Front, front lines, and then you know a gun just accidentally goes off. But um, you know, it's it's it, and it's it's C eleven is only the censorship issue, and there's a number of other bills that are currently you know ratcheting down on on online hate speech. Uh, it started with Bill C sixteen, Jordan Peterson raising the flags in twenty sixteen, criminalizing speech. Well, now you're just going to regulate speech, and then See, you're going. The, the hate speech thing is ludicrous because it sounds so good on paper. 
But it doesn't make any sense. Every because you can't. They keep redefining what hate speech is. Hate speech could turn into this guy's a moron. I don't want to vote for him. And they're like, that's hateful. That's not hate speech. It'll turn into groomer is hate speech. It'll say, uh, I, I, I believe I, grooming is hateful. <laughs> well, no, no, no. So not calling it out. Gr- groomer hate speech. Uh, saying that you're against. Uh, what do they call it now? Uh, gender affirming care for minors. Hate speech. I mean, that's where it's gotten. And I, I just did an Let me tell you something as a comedian. Go for is, it. I've noticed and I've spoken about this on stage too, that, that I find ridiculous. So as a comic uh, versus as an actor, you can be an actor. You could play the role of a pedophile. Means you get into the mindset of a pedophile. You're in there thinking about banging kids. People will applaud you. Be like, this guy, Kevin Bacon, deserves an Academy Award. If I go on stage and I make fun of pedophiles, I'm edgy and it's wrong. You shouldn't talk about that subject. I'm making fun of them. This guy's fucking playing them. That's cool. I'm the bad guy. We are so stupid as a generation right now. We don't know what's right and what's wrong. We're just reactive. We hear words and we react. We don't think about the context. Well, uh, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's beyond that. We're, we're in a generation now where victimhood is the defining element of success to some mm. extent. Like you, you have achieved worth and value and standing in society by virtue of the degree to which you can claim to be a victim. And it's, it's a totally psychologically destructive, socially destructive phenomenon. But that's where we're at. Find something to get offended at, and you now have um, a leg up, a bargaining chip. Social, social currency. Social currency. I, I did an interview with uh, Tonje. I'm going to mess her last name up. I think you messed up the first one. Too. Tonje, no, T-O-N-J-E. She's the Norwegian uh, artist, uh, film director, does a short video art. Any good? 55, well, 50, I, 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 no, because I, I don't, I, I didn't get to watch any of the content, but it's like short format and I don't think there's translations, but um, Jevjan, Tonje Jevjan, 50, I think she's 55-year-old lesbian woman, married, uh, posted a Facebook post saying, men cannot be lesbians. Uh, they, uh, something using the word like uh, fetishes. Poseidon's going to look it up now. Yeah, that makes sense. She men cannot be lesbians. Trans, are women trans who- men cannot be lesbians. I'm a 55-year-old lesbian woman. I am not going to be coerced, bullied into accepting a biological male who identifies as a woman, now claiming to be lesbian, and I'm going to be the turf. the, what do they call it? Trans? Oh, Poseidon, are you able to pull up a turf? Radical feminist. Uh, Trans-exclusionary radical feminist. They're going to they're gonna demonize a lesbian woman for not wanting to accept as lesbian a biological male, and she's being effectively canceled. What does it mean, accept? Is she saying she's not going to date a lady with a penis? Like, well, I don't understand. Well, I, I presume that she's not. The law is not yet going to mandate that, but she's basically saying, I don't accept that a, a biological male can say he's a lesbian, period. Oh, like, I don't. Eh, say whatever the fuck you okay, want. Who gives no, shit? There's already a friendly fire happening. Who gives a shit? But We're who, in the community. But, well, no, but I'm saying who gives... Hold on, what does that mean? Friendly fire in the community? Friendly fire like the LGBT... Like they're no, already- no, but who gives... But this is the thing that bothers me. It's like, oh, we're going to attack her... She's entitled to well, her opinion. Who gives a shit? Okay, you say that, uh, Pantelis. But under Norwegian law, they have a provision which is very much similar to our Bill C-16, which uh, creates as a protected class against hate speech, gender expression, and gender identity. Look, so if she's, she facing, said, she's facing charges for, it, the, for the post. Or, it, no, sorry, let me rephrase. She's being investigated for the post to be determined if she, if, she, if she gets charged or potentially faces jail time. If she said, 
let's kill uh, trans people. Let's do it. That's a different fucking story. But for her to be like, I don't fucking don't accept it. Who well, gives a shit? If she said, whatever you want, kill whomever. I, it doesn't need to be a protected class. That's what I'm saying. For, but the protected the, class is a human being that you're trying to kill. That's what, I'm with you. I get that would be hate speech. But to be like, I like if I, I don't know if I'm like, uh, we can't have the Swedish people in here. It's a it's a ludicrous statement. So, uh, but. So she says a lesbian artist could face criminal charges and possible an impossible prison. That's sentence. what he just said. That's yeah. what, we're not going to repeat that. He just a- and there was another guy before her who put up a similar social media post, got flagged. He took it down, apologized, and he still got fined. So fine, fine. Wow. And now, so I, I, she's like, she said she's ready to go to jail. This is like, this is now we live in a world where a lesbian woman is going to be fined and potentially put in jail for saying a biological man cannot be a lesbian and. And 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 some women. Are you could, okay you could with say this. a Greek like me should not be allowed to do my taxes. You could say that. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, well, I don't you like what it. you're getting at. I, it's fucking jealous. hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. But I get it. But because uh, we don't like paying taxes, uh, I get it. A Greek does my taxes for the record. Um, no, no, I get it. But it's not hate. It's not. Well, you shouldn't be fined for it. Like it, even. If you're calling to for someone to get killed or or excluded from society, let's say, or you shouldn't be allowed in this bar, you still shouldn't be fined. If you're trying to kill someone, that's a different story. We gotta maybe see what's going on there. If you're actually gonna pull something, but the rest is people's opinion. Don't go there. If if the guy has a restaurant and he's like, uh, I don't know, uh, no Norwegians allowed here, don't go to his restaurant. That's well, it. Uh, Coming, bringing it back yeah. to Canada because we have similar legislation in British Columbia. Uh, the restaurant was called Buona Nostre or something. Um, it was a, it was a restaurant. That well, was fined. Here. No, it wasn't born. Oh, that, that's, that's here. In here. Oh. This was, uh, it was. It was in British Columbia. They were fined for deliberately misgendering an employee who worked there for a month. What do you so, mean? Like, tens of thousands of dollars. Allegedly, the staff, or not allegedly, because I guess it was found by the British Columbia Human Rights Tribunal, said that they deliberately misgendered a trans employee for the purposes of violating charter rights. Like, I, like, it's like, hi, my name is Sarah. And like, shut up, Steve. I get the it, yeah, basically, basically something along those lines. And they fired the person after 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 four weeks and. They got sued in order to pay tens of thousands of dollars. So they got what, sued for here? firing them. They got sued. They fired her, but they ultimately got sued for uh, what was deliberate misgendering. So I don't. Under, I don't know. I forget exactly under what provisions they were ultimately sued, but they were ultimately ordered to pay tens of thousands of dollars for deliberately misgendering a trans employee. So we're we're there, we're here in Canada already with this. You know, because of my name, which is now is a lot of Canadians, uh, Quebecers understand it, but before they didn't. I'd be at the workplace and people would just, yeah, they'd call me something else because my name was complicated or nicknames. Uh, I have never thought of suing them. But now that you've brought this up, do you want to represent me? <laughs> Dude, I'm watching Kanye go off go off the rails and I was like, okay. I, I, no, Kanye, look, man, we got to talk about this. Someone's, uh, people aren't mentioning it. <laughs> Kanye's gone off the rails. We have to talk about his meds because this is a clear case of why we shouldn't over-medicate people. He lost his goddamn fucking mind. And they had put him on lithium. They kept, Every time he'd speak out, they just fucking put him on medication. This can't be the answer. The answer can't just be to medicate people. It, we're certainly we're certainly over-medicated. But flip side, um, people who are diagnosed manic bipolar, and you know, I've, I've come across it in my practice, despite what I look like people. I, I used to have a very active practice of law. And mm-hmm. you, you come across people who are manic bipolar, and when, they, when they're off their meds, it's identifiable. One of the guys on my network was a podcast here is that. And they had him on lithium. And, and he he's the one who, because I spoke to him, I brought him on the podcast. Just, my buddy Guido, just, we had a podcast because I want to talk about that, what his experience was. And he goes, I, I didn't know that Kanye was on lithium. He goes, the second you told me, because he saw himself in him. 
Because that's what he would do. Except him, it wouldn't be the Jews. Him, it would be his family was uh, out to get him and myself as yeah. well. He thought that every he was saying the exact same stuff that Kanye's saying, but about like uh, me and his family. You, you know what, what drives me nuts about Kanye? First of all, o- only the segue out of what you're at. Like yeah. Kanye saying what he says. I'm not saying as a Jew because my opinion is not more or less valuable than someone who's not Jewish. I'm just saying from my own personal perspective, it doesn't make me uncomfortable. I don't even think Elon should have should have kicked him off of of, of Twitter for what he did. Uh, I have my concerns for him as a human, yeah. but I, maybe I'm a callous individual. That doesn't bother me. Um, now, flip side, the people who say mental illness doesn't make you racist. I mean, when people, people who say that about- They've never met a mentally ill person. That's like, yeah, that, that's like saying mental illness doesn't make you think you can talk to animals, but I can it tell does. you something, it, it does. And so this idea that it's it's revealing what Kanye really thinks. I watch Kanye. I see someone <laughs> who's having a break. Yeah, he's having a mental breakdown. And and, and people, oh, well, be, being schizophrenic doesn't make you racist. No, it makes you it makes you think that you know the Jews that, are lizard people. Well, that, that's the mental part. There's of a it. lot. There's a lot of sane people <laughs> who might think that mental. <laughs> no, but it's just why are we negating the fact that it, 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 like we'll, we'll talk about mental health up until a certain point, and then when someone actually you're like, oh. This, I might need some help. You're like, I don't want to deal with it. Flip, the flip side is um, you don't want to reflexively write someone off as mentally ill when they're when they're behaving of sound mind. So, no, no, but he's it, mental. He's been mental for years. I, uh, I, have you seen his new clothing line? The, is it the, uh, does it start with B? No, it's a, it's, so basically it's a Y-E, but he, he designed it in a way that it kind of looks like a... A swastika? Yeah. Oh, God damn it, God yeah, I, I, I won't, be, I won't you be wearing it. Oh, you guys can't see the screen. <laughs> oh, here, I'll put the screen up so we yeah, yeah, There's the no point in looking at ourselves. Yeah, we uh, should. Look, I got to admit, he is a, a clever anti He's a very stylish man. He's a very clever anti <laughs> Like, look That's at how we wrote the yay. So it's a oh, yay. Oh, bro, he's doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I understand it feels like a mental break, but at the same time, it feels like he's he's but trolling. Y- yeah, you know what it is? Dude, That's, he, I'm he, not wearing that. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> it's way too close. It's an unfinished maze. Uh, here's the thing. I I appreciate the troll, like the level of, this you is, keep trying to stop me, fuck clever. you. But I feel like he, I don't know, he missed a part in history class. Like, he's not aware of what's going on. His defense is going to be he's um he's he's I'm allowed to create a new no, design. No, he's, he's going to say look it says Y24. Why He is correct. It does say Y24. No, no, it totally but does. However, he, I see what he's also trying to do there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. The swastika, what do they call it? The 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 Hindu or well, East Asian symbol. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. They stole it from them. Yeah. So he's like, I'm stealing I'm, it back. I'm, that's we're fine. Gonna, we're going to reclaim the eagle. <laughs> it's, it's just, had he not said all the stuff he said before, this could have been a move of, yeah, reclaim that. Fuck it. It's no longer going to be a bad <laughs> thing. But because of everything <laughs> okay. he said before, because of everything he said before, yeah, exactly. it's like, who's going to buy this though? That's that's the other, I mean. I've pre-ordered eight shirts. Um, <laughs> oh. Who's going to buy this? Uh, but you know what the fucked up thing is about who's going to buy this? Even if you support him, you're going to have this in your... When, when are you gonna, what event are you going to wear this at uh, where you, no you, one's going to misunderstand? You, you, if, if you're walking down the street, you see that backside? Right. Dude, You no one's going to read yay. People are going to be like, I'm you saying like, walking around with a swastika? <laughs> I'm just trying to take out that one little third one of the E. It still is not a you know a bona fide swastika. But like the, 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 the one that the girl's wearing, the Yay 24 under, if it's connected, you could be like, okay, it's like a puzzle piece, whatever, it's Yay 24. But the one on the back, bro, that is easily misconstrued. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for the models. Oh, they knew what they were getting into. Well, they can't well, be. I feel like, I, what, what, what is this shirt that I'm wearing? They, they were, it's look- a commercial about puzzles. Because <laughs> they're looking for a job, right? 
And then, you know, some some people will take anything that. Well, not not just that. It, it could be stock photos, so they just actually overlay the image over a stock oh, image. Oh, that's possible. Imagine they, the they people getting know. overlaid. They're oh like, this my is some god. Bullshit. <laughs> Fuck it. You know what? I appreciate his. Uh, I appreciate the trolling, but goddamn, dude. Well, oh, okay, actually. And tell us, before yeah. we forget, we never got into the Twitter files. Oh, you see? Sweet, merciful goodness. The FBI is in here. Oh, no, speak, also, speak another thing, by the FBI, but quick, before we get into the Twitter files, uh, the the documents that were released, not all of them, about JFK. So I've been saying for years, I even wrote a fucking piece about, I wrote a piece in university, and it included why um, I had links about, dude, it seems like the CIA, at the very least, knew what was going on, if not kind of, killed the the president and then now with this shit coming out it's kind of like they're like well maybe and yeah it looks like the cia was implicated how are we just just glazing over the fact that the cia may have killed a sitting president as far as i understand now and i i knew more about this but less than many only because i follow a, a great channel america's untold stories with eric oh, Hunley history stuff and mark robert well they do a bunch of stuff but they've been on the jfk files for a long time mark robert is like a jfk idiot savant it's it's obvious. We have a local idiot here. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> work on the savant part. No, it, 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 it's obvious. And so I wasn't shocked when Tucker Carlson came out. I mean, a lot of people knew it in so many words, but now they, you know, they have an authority to rely on. I'll, I'll send you a few links from America's Untold Stories. They have a two-part episode um, on the assassination of JFK. Very exciting. It's, I mean, there's a reason why some people understood that the free democratic country that people once knew pre-assassination has not existed since that it has been overrun or taken over by a deep state apparatus that is unelected that does not respond to the elected party and that effectively pulls all of the strings and if you pull back too hard uh bad things accidents can happen i will not defend the deep state obviously that would be insane however i will say this this is not new i uh, as a history buff this happens all the time. It's been happening. You could go back to ancient Greece, and that's what happens. People join together, and like, I'm not going to run this. is fucking stupid. We're just going to have our boys handle shit, and we'll, we'll kind of lead from the sidelines. And it always happens. This isn't new. This well, isn't... This no, is, it, I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying it happens in every major country. It's happened in absolutely. every major empire. Uh, to act like, oh, it's impossible. What the fuck? It's always been happening. That's part of our history as human beings. It's Mark Twain. History doesn't repeat, but it tends to rhyme. Yeah. In one iteration or another. But what we know now is that... I mean, we, we've seen it in real time. The deep state apparatus exists. Whether or not you want to call it whatever, it exists. Yeah. We know that the FBI... Since its inception in 1908 and its weaponization by J. Edgar Hoover, has has not been used to foil crimes, but has been arguably used as a branch of the government to spy on political adversaries, the unpopulars, and carry out the bidding of the powers that be. We yeah. we know it. And now we've seen it in real time with the Twitter files, FBI, CIA, all of the deep state apparatus working in conjunction with big tech monopolies. I just have to say, I, I would be so embarrassed if I was the CIA guy that had to speak with Twitter and be like, listen, bro, John 667 said we're gay. You got to block him. Be like, bro, you're the CIA. No, no. You're the fucking CIA. But it's, you, you realize like it's, it started off, um, well, let's say, for, for, forget framing people. Yeah. And go back to Chuck Schumer talking about the FBI having six ways from Sunday to get back at you if you mess with them. This is with Donald Trump before... Before we found out that the FBI was falsifying evidence, submitting it to secret courts to obtain unlawful spy warrants against Carter Page to one-step pivot to spying on Donald Trump. Before we knew that, now we know that. 
The FBI. For the record, black people have been saying this for years, and no one was listening. Well, to and, and what happened to what happened to Martin Luther King? I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's been happening forever, uh, or at least you know since since the existence of the FBI. Now it's the it's the 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 hoi polloi the the plebs who are realizing the degree to which it's not just framing a president. Now it's controlling public consciousness. It's crazy, and, and it's so people don't even know that it happens. Like the Hunter Biden laptop story. Some people still think it's Russian disinformation because intelligence officers signed a letter. 52 intelligence officers signed a letter saying it has the hallmarks of a Russian disinformation At the campaign. time. At the time. When they knew that it was not. They knew that it was not. And you got 52 ex-intelligence and current intelligence and Brenner and whatever signing a letter saying, got to catch my breath here, saying... This has the ear, the hallmarks of a Russian disinformation campaign when they knew that it was 100% legit because the FBI had had the laptop for about a year before that letter was signed. So I have a question about the, because I want to get more into the, the laptop. This is something that always bothered me. They had it for a year. How did it get out to that journalist? How did he get a copy of that hard drive? So what a, what's his name? PJ McIsaac is the laptop owner. I think he's legally blind. Um, he had it. <laughs> As of October, it's like this guy has had his life ruined. But is by POP this. keeping it down? <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. I, I, even get that. I was waiting for you to say it. Do I understand that joke? It's uh, it was a meme for a long time. It was someone that got arrested, and I guess she didn't know what excuse to give. Like I, I'm legally blind. It's like POP, hold it down or whatever. <laughs> So it was, uh, that was a reference to that. But yeah, okay, go on. So, so this legally blind man. He gets he gets a laptop. It how does a legally blind guy come into contact with his laptop? Hunter Biden comes and drops the laptop off. I think he dropped oh, off. the repair shop. The repair okay. shop guy. So a blind guy owns a repair shop. Yeah. yeah I this guess, seems I guess, fake. No, I mean, I guess I guess he can do his job legally <laughs> He's blind. He's blind. No, legally, he can't drive a car, but I guess he could see from up close and whatever. He gets the laptop. <laughs> it gets abandoned. Hunter Biden signs off. By the way, you're Hunter Biden. You got some cash. You could bring it anywhere. Well, you're like this blind guy is going to fix my computer. Like you're setting yourself up for failure. Pantelis, you want if you want to get into the You know what he did? It? He's like he's blind. He's not going to see those dick pics. Or he did it because he's like save me. This is what I'm dealing with and this is the life that I live. Like so there are some people who think it was deliberate sabotage. Ashley Biden leaving her diary, her incriminating diary at base. Was that real the Ashley Biden yes, diary? Yes, it was real. The FBI knew that was real too. So hold on a second. So Biden's been fucking being well, creepy. Well, hold on. You know the diary is legit. You don't know that the stories written in the diary are legit. That doesn't make any sense. Like, well, so you're saying the book is a legitimate book, but we don't know who wrote them. No, 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 no. We know it's Ashley Biden's authentic diary. We oh, just but don't know that she the may have lied is what you're she saying. She may have lied to whatever selective oh, memory. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We okay, I, that, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. So you can't, she's writing, I don't know if it's contemporaneous or written after the fact and she's, you know, yeah, remembering yeah, what yeah, it was yeah. like. Okay, okay, I'm with you But there. the bottom line, they said that that story was also fake they knew that the diary was right that's how they went after james o'keefe for theft if it's a fake diary there's no theft of anything fake oh yeah what did he steal uh, so the diary is real the stories in the diary now that you know the diary are real become a little bit more sinister for those who don't know you can google it, it involves Very creepy showering with her at an inappropriate age that left traumatic scars uh psychological scars that's the president of the united states what's this diary uh ashley, ashley biden's, biden's diary, diary if, you, if you look it up um yeah not for us now, but it's too no. I, I never even went to. I never focused on it. It's you know, there's some sad family stuff going on in this family. That's for certain. But in the same time frame that Ashley Biden leaves her diary at a halfway house to be discovered, Hunter Biden leaves his laptop at a at a at a shop to be discovered. Well, in his defense, I don't think it was to be discovered. He needed to get those pictures out. I of will. Go, go. By the way, 
he he was uploading, and they knew it was authentic because he was actually uploading stuff. I forget from which family members onto the computer. They knew everything on it was authentic. From October 2019, the computer guy made a mirror drive of it, I guess. Um, and then, Very sketchy. No, You're going no, in to repair your computer. They're copying your hard drive. No, no, I don't like is, the blind man. No, what happened is he abandoned it, and after it's abandoned, it's legally abandoned property, so he's trying to see what's on it, and he sees what's on it, and he thinks it's so serious he's got to contact the FBI, which is also something that should cause people's spidey senses to tar- start tingling. So he, I don't know if he had exactly two copies or he mirrored it, whatever. Bottom line, he also gave a copy to Rudy Giuliani who's under FBI surveillance at the time. That's kind of hilarious. So of all people, who am I going to give these dick pics to? Rudy Giuliani. Well, because one is to one ideological, uh, I say adversary, one side of the ideological political spectrum, and the other one is the diametric opposite. Between the two of them, someone's going to keep the truth. But they ha- So they have this diary for about a year, and it's only when the New York Post breaks the story in October 2020 that they then say, this is Russian disinformation. They have, they've been meeting with social media weekly, for a period leading up to the election saying, priming social media companies to say, be on the lookout for election interference, foreign governments trying to interfere like they did in 2016. They're priming social media companies to be on the lookout for this. FBI sits down with Zuckerberg. He has that famous sound clip on Joe Rogan's show. Uh, we know that they were meeting with Twitter, Vijay God, uh, Yoel Roth. They say basically, be on the lookout for this. We're not telling you what to do. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But... This laptop, it, it, yeah, don't mess be. with the FBI. So they get it, and then they censor it. They say it's it's the product of hacking. And the the first Twitter leak showed that they had no, they knew they had no legitimate basis for censoring the story. It wasn't the product of a hack because it was abandoned property. Now, I will say one thing: number one, it's private uh, dick pics. I don't care about that. It's his business. I don't want to see any of that. Unle- shit. Unless there's minors there, which there are not, by the there way. There are that not minors that, that I know of. Yeah, there was no minors. The thing that intrigued me about the whole thing wasn't his penis. The thing that intrigued me about the whole thing was the um, the contracts in the Ukraine and in China, mm-hmm. and technically by his behavior, uh, just banging those hookers. Uh, you could tell that he wasn't really there to work; it was more of to facilitate some kind of connection with his pops. And there was stuff that he said, "Don't worry, my dad's gonna hook you up. He's gonna ten percent for the big guy." Yeah, yeah, which people ran as misinformation, Russia hoax back in the ten percent for the big guy. This kid who's a it's not to be uh, degrading to drug addiction or addicts, period, full stop. He's 100% an addict. 100%. And one that would not be value added to a company for $50,000 a month, but for the connections it procures to the father and whatever else is going on in Ukraine. Big ups to Joe Biden. He hooked up his son, though. Let's be honest. That's, <laughs> come on. That's a 50, dad. That's father 50, of the year. A month. And Ukraine does have some of the hottest uh, uh, sex workers. U- Ukraine ever. and China. But yeah. I'm just saying... That's a good dad. Well, he's it, a terrible president, but a great dad. But but and, and contextualize this as well with Joe Biden publicly affirming, "I have no knowledge of my kids' business dealings. I've never had anything to do with it." You're the oh, one who hooked no, them up. I hooked them up, and I'm ten percent for the big guy. But that's uh, that was misinformation. So, FBI has this laptop. They start priming Twitter, censor it. Twitter censors it, locks out the account of the journalist from the New York Post. Makes it impossible to I share remember the story. That, yeah. yeah, they locked out the New York Post account. And if you would share it, it couldn't, would block your tweet. Couldn't share yeah. it in DM. It wouldn't. It, yeah, even in DMs, it wouldn't allow you. And, yeah. and and Zuckerberg on Facebook says, "Well, we didn't do it as badly as you as Twitter. We sense we we reduced its reach on Joe Rogan substantially." And then the election happens, and lo and behold, eighty-one million votes. 
after the fact, there's a poll that shows like 79% people polled would have probably voted differently had they known of the veracity of the Hunter Biden laptop story at the time. So the veracity, so the full story of Hunter Biden is what's the most damning thing about it? Because I don't care about him taking photos of himself. That's none of my business. That's his private Well, stuff. okay. The reason why you might want to care about that is that when you think about what they were afraid of blackmail material against Donald Trump, like if, you, if he's going and pissing on beds in, in Russia, people of blackmail material... Drug addiction is a problem, and the kid, you know, getting his getting he had a foot job from the woman who looked underage, but she turned out she's not underage. Nineteen years old. He that's, likes the feet. Let him do his thing. It's on not his my face, that's blackmail material against not just against uh, Hunter, against the the fa- the first family. I, I agree with you. However, that is it's his life. Uh, if it's just a blackmail material, he's a drug addict. It happens. True. I don't think that that's the be all end all. I think what is more suspicious, again, his dealings in the Ukraine and in China with those companies and because uh, there's laws that were technically broken because there's um, like especially with the with the Ukraine. I forgot what the fuck it was, but it, it was essentially you're not a, what he did was kind of sneaky. They were circumventing. They were like, don't worry, you do this. We'll hook you up later. They were circumventing certain treaties. And now we're like, oh, that's a little fucked up that he's implicated the, in this. Th- that is the bigger issue. Is that's, that, to it, me, is, that's the issue. Not his dick pics. I don't give a fuck, bro. No, that, he's an that, adult man. That, that is the issue about the business contracts, his dealings in Ukraine. Uh, when he when he took pride in the fact that they coerced the firing of the prosecutor in in. in in, in the Ukraine. Ukraine, yeah, I remember this. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, sound, yeah, yeah. the sound bite went viral at the time. It was like, oh, he, I was just trying to make Ukraine less corrupt by firing the prosecutor who was going to go look into the company that my son was working at. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's all corruption through and through, and it's the lies about the knowledge that were utterly disproven. I mean, they were actually proven, the lies about Joe Biden's knowledge. Well, I have a question uh, now, before I forget, because of what we're saying. Uh, right now, with all the trillions that are going to the Ukraine, is it possible, the way Biden set this up, that he could be making, like, the, oh, the government temper- is giving, tri- could he Pentos- still be making money on the back end? Like- I, I mean, who knows when the, C- was it CBS or ABC, the 60 Minutes made a report that said effectively like 30% of what's going is reaching the end line. It was either 30 or 70%. I forget which way it went. It, come on, you don't know. I'm, oh, that's I'm, a I'm, huge dude. That's I'm trillions of dollars, bro. Well, for, for, it's trillions of dollars, but it's also, they're talking about weapons and aid that are just not making it to the front line. So they go, and I think it was, some, I think the guy said in the initial documentary that 60 Minutes produced, and they, they put together a video for it, I think they said 30% was making it to the end lines. It might have been 30% Where is, is unaccounted for. Where's it going? Who you knows? Know? But you know what CBS did with that report? They took it down. And they said, we're going to edit our documentary because uh, we've, we've, we've followed up. And when we said that uh, it was either 30 or 70% wasn't making it to the end line, that was in April of 2021. Uh, by August, it got better. Okay, well, that's April, May, June, July, August, September, August, four months. That's still four months of weapons and aid, the majority of which is not getting to the end that is not accounted for. And we don't know where it's going. And, and, and you just basically you said, okay, well, we're, we're sorry. We're going to delete that and re-edit our documentary. To so not saying, make this is incriminating. This is crazy. This should be on the front page. It, it, absolutely. And then when, it, when somebody you know, makes, rings, the, rings the phone and says, hey, uh, your documentary might be out of date. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You might want to update it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Much like uh, Miguel, uh, the guy from NBC who did the report on Paul Pelosi and put out a story uh, doc, you know, to the effect that when the police showed up at Paul Pelosi's place when that guy was there with the hammer. Oh, yeah, what happened? That was a Paul, weird fucking story. Th- well, th- this, what's it? Uh, Miguel um, Poseidon. Are you able to look at it? It was Miguel Al- 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 Almega? Type in... Uh, CBS reporter. If you do hashtag, where's Miguel? Uh, I mean, I think Miguel it's... Miguel Almaguer. Yeah, Miguel Almaguer. So, uh, this... And he's with whom? He's with CBS? 
I forget. It was this what was CBS. Do? What do you want me to search up exactly? Oh, suspended oh. NBC News correspondent. Why is he suspended? Uh, nobody knows. And so he put out a video report which basically said from police sources, two separate sources, when the police showed up to Paul Pelosi's house at 2.40 in the morning, Paul Pelosi opened the door. I, I know this. I heard this. And then Paul Pelosi went back to the alleged assailant. Yes. Well, apparently those facts were not particularly well received by the powers that be, and they had to take down that report and say it didn't meet our journalistic standards, and Miguel has not been seen since, that I know of. But that's what happened. He just reported what happened. He just reported what happened from two separate sources, and it, it caused some questions, because if a dude breaks into your house at 2.40 in the morning with a hammer and who's there to do bad things to you, when you open the door for the police, you don't go back to the guy. And they said he hadn't sustained his injuries yet because it was only when he went back, they started fighting over the hammer, then he hit him in the head. So it raises a lot of questions as to what the heck was actually going on that Paul Pelosi, the 80-some-odd-year-old man, opens the door for the police at 2.40 in the morning and doesn't immediately recoil behind their firearms for protection, but walks back to the guy who allegedly broke into his house to hurt him. I mean, they took it down. Just memory hold it. So what do you think they're trying to block, that uh, it was they knew each other? I mean, that's, that's one of the theories. I'm not going to pull a, an Elon sharing a, 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 a bogus link from a bunk news source, but yeah, yeah. some of the, the pe- people say, like, it, the event happened. The only question is, you know, are the context, are the circumstances what we've been told? It seems that that I don't report, understand why lie, even if it was his, his mistress. Who gives a well, shit? Well, because they immediately, the night it happened, they immediately spun it into, this is the result of right-wing extremist rhetoric. That's exactly oh, how they, they, they okay, painted okay, this okay, guy. Okay. What's the guy's name, Poseidon? David? I don't remember. Um, David, uh, sorry? The, the, Type in Paul Pelosi David. Yeah, I forget his last name, but they, this guy is a, an illegal immigrant from Canada. Oh, is he? Re- registered with the Green Party, a nudist. Oh, da, David, da pop, da pop, da David pop. Da pop. Uh, A known nudist. Well, they um, got to build a wall north side now. No, he's, he's, all he's, these nudists we see. He's a known nudist, and they, immediately known after nudist. it happened, they said this is the result of right-wing rhetoric. This guy fell for the conspiracy theories, and they tried to politically frame it the same way they did with the shooting in Ohio, and then the narrative doesn't go the way they like. They kill the stories. They memory hole the unfavorable stories that don't tell the facts that they like, and then they move on as though they never lied to the general public uh, in order to whip up a political shitstorm in the beginning. Well, what's with all this fighting? People got to calm down. It is politics ruins everything. Yeah, and I'm that, I really at my, feel it. I'm looking at the wrinkles in my face, and I'm wondering if it's ruining me. I, it's not ruining me. You need to calm down. I, I, I couldn't you, calm you, down before the world went you crazy. Quit, you quit law because you couldn't handle this stupid shit. You, you're getting so frustrated. You're a man of integrity, and it bothers you. I see it. But it's going to lead you to an early grave. Yeah, well, okay. So... That might be true, but then something's like I, I've been told, you know, anxiety is a coat hook looking for a jacket. Dude, Any, anxiety anything, is. Anything will do. So, whether or not I'm worrying about this, whether or not I'm worrying about a file, like, you know, you say, like, back when I was a practicing lawyer, I would wake up at three in the morning sweating and think, like, Jesus, did I forget something in a file? Something would go wrong. I would harp over it for the entire weekend. Now I've just found something else to substitute that hole of anxiety. I do have to get better. Not at compartmentalizing. I have to get better at the serenity prayer. I have to get better at um, distinguishing between that which I can control and that which I cannot for the purposes of maintaining sanity. Sanity. That's what I'm getting better at. I'm getting better at calming down a bit. Uh, People are saying it's the Red Bull. It might be the (laughs) Red Bull. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) It might be the Red Bull. You should try taking a bath. Um, It's interesting. That takes too long to run. No, no, no. no. Baths are very therapeutic. 
Yeah, he, he's a big. Uh, he's been spewing this propaganda for a while now. Yeah. I well, I, I've been now that I'm. I, I like a steam sauna, but I mean, Florida is a living, breathing steam sauna. But uh, I, I know what I, I know what my issues are. I know what my hard wiring is, and then I also know what my weaknesses are. And sometimes they they might not change, so I've just got to hone them to make something good out of them. And I think this like the, the world that I'm in now. I would be getting obsessed over it regardless. Uh, I, I I just hope that I'm it's it's value added and you know making people aware of it. You can't keep closing your eyes and saying this will get better. It's not going to get better. I it agree took, with you. It took three three decades for Venezuela to, to turn into what it is. It happens quickly. Okay, let me rephrase. It happens slowly, then all at once. Yeah, slowly and then all at once. That's exactly what we're seeing. That's it's, it's the old expression from bankruptcy laws. Like, okay, well, how, the company goes bankrupt overnight, but it didn't happen overnight. It took it took years and years of setting up the perfect you know set of set of events for it to happen overnight for good and for bad ba- the bamboo doesn't grow 18 feet in a month it took five years for the root system to establish you know its strength to be able to grow however many feet in a month it grows but so right now what what's the, what, what does the future hold if it stays the same in your eyes um canada uh, people are going to just come to accept their prison um and so canada is going to get Worse in the censorship, in the full government control over all micro aspects of individual citizen life. Um, w- the government is going to justify, under the guise of, of morality and tolerance, atrocities against humans. Uh, parents are going to be stripped of their ability to fight this, what is basically a trend, a TikTok trend among kids, um, because the government already laid that groundwork. Is, to, is it that bad? I, I might be exaggerating because I'm in, you know, in that in that social media environment. But, uh, you know, my, my kids are in school. The proportion of people who are identifying with this current thing uh, is exponentially more than it was f- three years ago. And, I mean, the stats are out there. It's thousand percent fold more than what it was 10 years ago. This is... But is it the kids' fault or is it parents that are... I, I, I mean, I, I, it's, it's not... It's definitely not... The kids are not the ones making these decisions. They are the, the, the product of their environment. It's social media. It's, it's, it's Hollywood. It's politicians who are now making it the virtuous thing to uh, encourage a certain type of behavior that would otherwise not be shameful or not be whatever, but would be a normal phase of human development. And they're normalizing it to say a 13-year-old kid never, you know, never changes the way they think. And so what they think at 13 is what they're going to think at 18. And they're normalizing and popularizing it. Is this going to ruin it for actual people who are going through that? Is it going to fuck it up for them? The, the, I mean, I, there's bona fide cases, which uh, you know, I mean, we're talking about the, right now. We're basically talking about the transgender issue, not, I mean, not, 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 you know, LGBT, and then it got into the Q2IA plus and no, whatever. No, no, no. If you're talking about like a trend, I, I know that the percentage is low in terms of actual people who are transgender. Uh, I just had a French cast actually with a, a comedian in French, uh, tra- but how old uh, we're talking about? Ev is like 25, 30, like actual adults. Uh, I don't know about kids, but uh, so we talked about like uh, her high school days and all that, how it was. And even she agrees like, yeah, there should be an eight. Like you can't just because kids you need time to think and all that stuff. So that's what I'm saying is if it's trendy, aren't you fucking kids up if you just if they're not sure who they are yet and you're just pushing something on them, Uh, if you're not giving them the time. It's some people call that grooming. I mean, some people say that. I thought grooming is you're trying to bang kids. No, grooming is. Well, grooming is. Trying to form people to follow your belief system, whatever it might be. I mean, ah, okay. th- th- that, that's what grooming means in the actual, not, not try, I mean, not the Epstein grooming, although that's one, definitely the most nefarious aspect of it, but it's, it's trying to cultivate children to 
believe what you believe. And so colloquially, it's, it is being used in the sense of trying to sexualize children, which is exactly what it is. And you see it on the libs of TikTok stuff. Um, but those are not. But those are also isolated incidents in the sense that it's not everyone that's trying to sexualize kids. It, it was, I agree with you. We shouldn't be sexualizing kids. No, there's no. There's no well, for, we've always been sexualized. I say we. Hollywood and the media has always been sexualizing kids. I mean, you have Shirley Temple. You have uh, Lolita. I mean, Epstein's plane was named after a, a, a very provocative movie from back oh, in the yeah, day. Yeah, that's true. I never thought I about that. I just saw a video about this, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck? This is weird." No, it, it was on TikTok, like a scene where. First of all, it was weird because she was reading a book under a sprinkler. Are you talking about Lolita or Shirley the movie, Temple? The movie. Okay. Yeah, Lolita. Yeah, there you go. So that was the first thing. And then, uh, like, it was weird. Like, the guy paused and, like, you could see her underwear and shit. And she was underage. I was like, this is fucking weird. Well, go back and watch some of the old ones with Shirley Temple in the, uh, not in the in the brothel, in the bar. But we've, we've been doing it forever. It's one of the reasons why a lot of people loathe Hollywood because it has always been uh, a source of degeneracy. But, you know, go back to ancient Greece as well. It's a, again, it rhymes, but it doesn't repeat. Uh, but one thing that social media has done, and I'm convinced about this now, and I've interviewed a number of people who've really highlighted this to me, TikTok and the nature of social media it is not just indoctrination, but it's basically a, a manufacturer of mental illness where you get into these realms of kids flipping through seven second, 15 second, 30 second videos. Yeah creating these thoughts, reaffirming these thoughts, and basically convincing kids that they have mental illness, convincing kids that they have bipolar personalities, that they have a split personalities, and that they can, you know, change who they are. Yeah, I will say you're onto something because I, I don't know about, because I don't have kids, but I know from adults, I see adults with social media going crazy, cha- like going into echo chambers, um, doing stuff just because they saw them on TikTok, and then I'll be like, but you're an adult. Who gives a shit? Why are you doing this? So I see adults getting influenced a lot by social media, whatever you want to call it, the mainstream media fucking entertainment. So imagine kids, if that's they think that's reality. But none of that is reality. Like social media, people got to understand, is all, it's 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 nonsense. Not only is it, Poseidon, what are you? No, no, Poseidon, we're not going to watch fucking uh, scenes of Lolita, bro. Immediate copy claim if you play yeah, this. Yeah, don't, don't do play, it. Don't I'm do not it. putting it. I'm not putting it. I just want to show I you. Wanna, I want to watch it personally. No, no. <laughs> No, no, you'll show us was, later. And bro. was Lolita? Was there's this, no reason to distract us now? Was you're this right, right. was this Roman Polanski? That doesn't matter. It probably was. Um, uh, but like, I see kids. I mean, I see adults getting influenced. So I could imagine only kids getting influenced by social media, thinking it's real life. Exponentially worse. And and I, I I did an interview with Chloe Cole, who's now I think she's eighteen or nineteen. She's going under the term detransitioning, but it's what not. Did, was she a journalist? No, no, she said she was a kid who was diagnosed with ADHD, autism, whatever. That can't be her who, real who, badge of honor. I no, was a no, kid no, no, too. No, no. Everyone was a kid. Her, her she's got to ba- come up with her own thing. How about a double mastectomy at the age of 15? Because she- Are you ident- serious? Yes, I, I swear to you. Th- she identified as trans at 13, uh, among other mental issues that she was having prior to that. Goes to see a doctor. They say, oh, you're, 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 go to the parents. Your daughter's trans. The likelihood of suicide is through the roof. Would you rather have a dead daughter or a living boy? A living boy. And they go, put her on uh, hormones, double mastectomy by the age of 15. And I, I got into some of the details about the double mastectomy. Turns out it was just a tomboy? That's basically what she's saying. I mean, that's oh, basically what she's saying. Then, then no, she realizes bro. at 16, A, that the side effects or the, the healing from a double mastectomy, because it's not just like a breast cancer type mastectomy, which is already a serious thing. They got to reposition the nipple so that it looks masculine. Oh like nine months out of the surgery, she's still healing, has, has a bunch of problems, infection issues, um, and then realizes, 
what the fuck did I just let these people do to me? I was a confused 16-year-old kid, a 15-year-old kid, and these doctors basically whipped my parents up into a frenzy to say, if we don't do this, the likelihood of your daughter committing suicide because of these uh, gender dysphoria is what it's called in the DSM-5. They say, you're either going to have a dead daughter or a living boy. Don't go over any of the, you know, long-term impacts. Kids had a double mastectomy and now realizes it was a big mistake and now she's trying to, you know, get back what she can get back and raise awareness where she can and she's on a, she's on a mission and she's amazing. Uh, now, I had one more thought about Chloe Cole. But this is why I'm saying all this stuff is dangerous to actual trans people. Oh, I'm sorry. Actual, because it's fucks all because there's people who are actually, that it's a real thing, gender dysphoria. So then these people are not taken serious because you see this and like, are you really trans? Well, or, 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 and that's fucked up because you're like, no, no, I, I've, I've been in the wrong body since I, like, since I, I can remember I didn't feel right. And then now because of this fuckery, you know, you, you discredit actual people. It, it's a whole shitstorm, And then you're not fucking ju- everyone up. Not just that. But you're, you, you see them now as, as, as something to be exploited. I mean, I just kissed your mic. You see them as something to be exploited, that's money not. to be made off of this. With, with Chloe Cole's situation, I remember what I, the point I wanted to make. She says, I go to social media and I see just like one account after another talking about this. And now I, I see, oh my goodness, with every step that I take closer to the double mastectomy, everyone's like, brave hero, you become a, you become a warrior, you become a, a savior. And it becomes self-fulfilling from the outside. And then from social media, it becomes self-perpetuating uh, you know, because the more you look it up, the more it refers it to you and the more it ingrains it in your head. And it's just, I was becoming a hero. Everyone was telling me how brave I was with every step that I did. And then radicalized. Se- yeah. And then the, well, that's, it's no joke. Yeah, and then that's the, what it sounds like. The yeah. second I say I made a mistake, then they start calling me uh, whatever the term is going to be, a, a transphobe. She's, she's, she's being called a transphobe on social media because she's saying this was all a mistake. Kids should not be allowed to make these decisions. Kids should not be allowed to make most decisions. I, I, kids should not be allowed to smoke, get tattoos until they're 18, do what you want with your body as an adult. How did we make an exception for life-altering uh, what is effectively nothing shy of genital mutilation under the pretext that a 13-year-old knows what they're going to want by the time they're 20? I didn't even know that kids were... Like, like I said, when, when I had my guest on, we were talking, uh, she was like, no, you gotta, you need to give people time. The fucking... Like, like, this is... of all cases of gender dysphoria uh, heal or resolve over time, or you learn how to deal with them without life-altering or it might not be. That's the thing is it might not be, or or you know it might be. They might have just been gay, but now yeah, that's happening too. Yeah, now they're being convinced. Well, you're not you're not gay. You're trans. You should have been in another body as opposed to just being gay, which you know is totally fine. Yeah, it's the world. The world is going crazy. The question is, what's going to happen in 2023? I don't know. I, uh, I think people need to calm down. You need, um, but this is my. I, I might be completely fucking wrong. I, I c- it could be lunatic stuff. But I think everything you have to meet in the middle. You got to be willing to negotiate and to speak to people. Not right away jump to hate. Not right away be like, oh, this guy's a Republican. Fuck him. That's a trans person. Fuck him. If you just jump to hate, you don't listen to people. You we can't move forward. Real progress is not what they're calling progress now you know people call themselves progressives they're really regressive it's just they're pointing the fingers and hating real progress is sitting down and talking like, all right, what are we going through together as a society what do we need to in the end what really matters to you is the same shit that matters to me in the end is you want to be free you want to be able to make money uh feed your family buy stuff that's what everybody fucking wants and we're not working towards that we're working towards how am i going to point the finger at this guy and make him out to be a criminal well, we, we, it's fucking crazy some people say we're working towards like 
cultural warfare. I don't want to fight with my neighbor because they vote differently or they wear different color hats. I don't want to fight with my neighbor. I want to protect my neighbor. Yeah, but your your neighbor might say, I I want your mic. That's uh, what what I'm saying. I can't get one. (laughs) I can't get one, so I'll steal yours. But that's what what I'm saying is it's crazy. My issue is, I I, I feel bad because Justin Trudeau put out a video said, yeah, Happy holidays. Go get vaccinated and boosted. And I just put in go dot to dot hell. And I had a typo and I put in a comma instead of a period. I, I part so of funny. me feels bad, but part of me said, I, I can't, I'm going to be nice with this guy. He's, he's telling me to jeopardize my physical well being, that of my children for the purposes of this issue, this particular issue of vaccination, knowing what we know and knowing what we don't know and knowing what we've been told. This guy's going to keep pushing this stuff on me. I'm not ever going to get violent, promote violence, tolerate violence, ever full stop for the reasons I say over and over again. It's exactly what they want. But I'm not. I'll, I'll, the I'll government's be, I'll always be edgy, been saying this nonsense. Unpo- Remember yeah, when we were young, they're like, only you could prevent forest fires. No, I can't prevent any. I could start them. I, I could start them. <laughs> um, I don't no, know but, about preventing uh, them. You know, but the issue is, uh, at some point... Um, you know, they say don't don't ascribe um, to malice what can be explained away through incompetence. Yeah. We're, we're in my view now, and it's been a three year progression. We're beyond the incompetence justification. We've 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 entered, if not have always been, in some form of malice, and that malice could be political pride. That malice could be financial gain. I think it's political pride mostly. Like I, I, I see think it's, with I think Trudeau, it's power I, I, and yeah, money. it's mostly pride. He just doesn't want to admit if he's wrong or well, if he's wrong, he faces lawsuits. I mean, that's that's or he faces you know. Uh, serious issues. Does I, he really? It doesn't seem like anyone does anything in this well, country. Well, I, 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 I was I was jogging and I was watching one of those commercials where they say, uh, "Did you live in Lake? Uh, I forget what area it was between 1958 and I and suffer cancer." Like, when is the first ad gonna run? Did you get the uh, Cominarty or the Pfizer one or Moderna jab and suffer X, Y, and Z? Join this class action. When is the first ad that we're gonna see for that? The, I don't know if it will take place because it's so far reaching. Who do you sue for? Like, it's so far reaching. I don't think it will happen. Also, unless, I guess, biologists, somebody steps up to help out, it's very difficult to prove. Oh, well, absolutely. But there, and then there's whistleblowers out of the States. Uh, Brooke Jackson, who's... Who, who's that? Uh, she's a, a Pfizer whistleblower who basically said these trials were bullshit oh, is we know the this. polite term. No, we but, know this, but the excuse was we didn't have any time. We were panicking. No, no. The, the excuse was here. We, we, needed to, we needed to make it make sense. We needed to justify this. So we had to write off all of the adverse effects exclude them from the sample field. Um, we, do, we needed to get to the end result, which was forced vaccination of, 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 at a global scale. Well, what does it help if it's, so, if it's so dangerous to some people, some people it doesn't affect them, how does it help to mass? Well, do, are we going to have more problems? It helps bottom lines. I mean, Pfizer was, uh, I think, went from something like 60-some-odd billion to 20 billion. I, I get it, but wouldn't you have made the same amount of money and then faced less consequences had if, you just if, given people placebo? Well, <laughs> Okay, that's a that's a that's a fair enough. Just give everyone saline solution. Yeah, I'm just saying, wouldn't that make more sense? That's why there's a lot of this that's complicated. There's a lot that doesn't seem it fits in malice. A lot just seems like a competent. Like I think it worked. Like I don't feel like like let's fuck people over. Well, I, I don't think it was that. Um, no, I don't. I don't think it was let's fuck people over. I think it was like we think we might have a. There, there might actually. I be think other, they thought. Yeah, they're like, yo, this is gonna save everyone. No, but there, but there might be other nefarious reasons for which they actually needed a certain medication, whatever. But I don't want to get into the science fiction side of it. Let's yeah, just yeah. stay in the reality. That's why side. I'm staying in the reality of it. The, the reality side. We know what we know now, and we know that we were lied to then. Period. Full stop. And these people, and I'm saying the politicians, these people expect us to believe them. And these pharmaceutical companies 
Two of the three that make these jabs have been ordered to pay record criminal fines for hiding the wrongdoing I know this. of their of their former products. Yes, I remember this. Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer. And now these these oh, these <laughs> idiots this trust them. Trust I, big government. Trust I'm not big telling pharma. you to trust them. I, I, the, the thing I have a problem with isn't even the commercial saying get boosted. What I have a problem with is forcing people or coercing them. I think you should be allowed as a human being to take 37 shots if you want. That's up to you. I just don't like them coercing and saying, well, you don't have to, but if you don't, you can't work, you can't travel. That's essentially forcing. I don't like the coercion. To me, that's what seems sinister. Yeah, well, but so if you're, if choice wise, I'm not going to, if you want to get 30 shots, you want to get zero shots. It's it's not my business so, to tell you why aren't you getting vaccinated or you should get. It's none of my fucking business. No, but but that, that that is, you know, some people's belief is that the coercion is the is the end result. It's the end objective. They the want, coercion they bothers want, me. I don't they like want, it. It feels creepy. What you want? A, uh, it's going to sound so conspiratorial, but once upon a time, New World Order was a conspiratorial term. Now we just call it global government. The idea is you want a global government. You want you know to consolidate all the power so that there's no individual nation states. There's no individuality left on this earth, and it's all for the greater good. I mean, that, that's what some people believe is the end result. I mean, the, the joke was, you know, the final variant is communism. I never understood it. Back in the day, it makes a lot more sense now. That is fucking funny. Though. <laughs> the final variant is communism. But it doesn't help anyone, this communism thing. It helps, it helps the government. It, help, it helps the political class. I mean, even in communist regimes, you know. Yeah, they're it, living it was, large. It yeah. was communism for the people. It was luxury for the political elites. I mean, that's the way it has always worked. Do you have anything positive to say, Viva, or are we going to depress people? Uh, let me think. Positive things to say. Uh, 2023 is going to be a make or break your year for the future of humanity. Is that positive? In a way, it feels like we have power. <laughs> Look, this is what I'll say. Uh, from I, I'm not I'm not uh, knowledgeable in a lot of this stuff. What I do know is, from the stock market perspective, uh, the people that I know that are in the stock market say that a lot of danger ahead. Pull out if you can, even at a loss, because it's going to be a bloodbath. Is what a lot of people are saying. So it's not stock advice. I'm just saying be cautious. It looks like there's going to be a lot of fuckery afoot. The other thing is, don't get radicalized online. Don't allow people, even us, if we're angry, to make you hate another fucking uh, hey, I, person of a political class, of a gender, of an orientation. It is so stupid because while you're hating your neighbor for something that they don't control, they don't, you're not looking at the people who are fucking both of you, which is normally the government. Though, your enemy is not your neighbor. They'll tell you, you reminded me, you know, yeah. bloodbath in 2023, you will own nothing and be happy. I hate that shit. <laughs> hey, it's, it was a conspiracy theory back before everyone said, oh, holy shit, it's actually on their, you know, on their website. And then they took it down. They, 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 they want, they don't want people knowing what they're saying out loud, but, um, they took it down the, after, which is to me is an admission of, you know, that that's a fucked up thing to say. The, Cause if you thought it's normal, oh, you'd the, keep it on there. You're like, yeah, of course. No, but the, and their, their original justification was, well, that was just one person's opinion in an opinion piece. Yada, yada. Same entity that, you know, promoted Sam Bankman fried and FTX and all the other stuff. Um, mm -hmm. it, the, the radicalization, it is true. You, you, we're, it's divide and conquer at a at a political level. And yeah. when they turn neighbor on neighbor, some people say that's exactly what, you know, East Germany was all about. Get neighbors to spy on neighbors. Don't do it. Can't trust anybody. Can't get along with anybody. And Support that your is neighbors. great for the government. Support your fucking neighbors. Right, right up until they say, uh, I'm not getting in a car with you unless your kids are vaccinated. Then you, you know what? You can piss off for the rest of your life. I'm not going to get radicalized. I'm just never going to talk to you again. Tell you, I hate that shit too. I think it's uh, lunatic stuff. However, the neighbors, the people who thought that, they didn't think that to piss you off. They it was all that propaganda. True. They legitimately believed you or any is the enemy at that time. That's why I'm saying you have to at some point forgive and speak to people 
to because they were they were radicalized. They were, they, they were radicalized they were, by the they government. They were afraid, and they, and people make they were afraid, terrible yeah. decisions when they're acting out of fear. There's no question about it. Yeah. The only question is distinguishing between fear and malice, although they overlap sometimes. They overlap sometimes, but people I feel like fell victim to what the media there's, was doing to what the there's no you know there's there's no question. I I fell victim to certain things early on as well. I I. I if I can be proud of anything, it's like, in as much as I fell victims, I was never going to tell people where they could go, what they could do. Yeah, same. I was always um, a man of liberty, but uh, I fell victim to a lot of the fear mongering in the beginning as well. Oh, dude, I, I, I took that, uh, I got I got the two jabs of over, now what, how many months ago now? Yeah, me too. 15 months ago. Me too. Me too. But no, because what they told me at the time was you're going to die. Well, and everyone no, around I, is going to die. But this is how ignorant and I so, was. But this is how stupid I was because then I, it's so funny because then months later when like stats came out and what you needed, my my demographic and my, I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't even need it. Dude, like, God I, damn it, I took it. I thought I needed it. My, my, my rationale was, okay, well, how damaging could it be? I was like, okay, so it's a, it's like an ounce of whatever the fuck they're putting in my body. Yeah. What, how much damage could it do? Then I spent the next year learning how much damage this one little ounce of whatever it could, it could do. Potentially, you don't know. Yeah. Whatever so roll tree. the dice. You know, but I, had I known, the, the thing is I didn't know. So at the time, it's not like, that's what I'm telling you. Some people, they did, with the information that was given to them, they did the best they could. And many of us were wrong, myself included, I was wrong about a lot of stuff. We have to admit it and move forward. But the hate thing of, fuck, this no, person, I, I that, think it's, it's, it doesn't get us anywhere. And at the, end of the, at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We're all very complicated. We're, and we're also very simple at the same time. It's... There's a lot happening in the world. There's a lot of natural shit we got to take. We got to take care of our fucking land. We're not taking care of it. We're fucking polluting the shit out of it. You know what I'm saying? We're not doing the right stuff. We're not taking care of our people. There's countries where people are still starving. There's fucking Yemen. Well, it's, and, get, it's we're not taking care now. of the plant, like the actual human beings on the fucking planet. We're just pointing fingers online. It's not going to help. That's why we got to step back a bit, I think. Like, right, right, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to go with the, the gradual, subtle waking up. You know, like when someone's having a bad dream, you can't shake them. You have to wake them up yeah, slowly. But at some point, it takes a glass of cold water. But I, no, the issue Some about, people won't wake up. Well, then you, keep, you have to keep trying. But then, you know, the, the thought is, what percentage of the population do you need to become aware of these issues in order to affect change? Some people think it's 10 to 15%. You don't need 100. You don't even need 50. The, the thing, I, just to echo something you said, hatred is a consuming force. And in as much as I absolutely loathe members of our government, I can see it. You know, it becomes a, a consuming force where you, you know, it, it makes bad thoughts. It makes yeah. bad vibes. It makes bad juju in the universe. Yeah. So keep it in check. I mean, fresh air and exercise. But, fresh uh, air and exercise. Keep it in check. Uh, but don't fall for it. I'm telling you, you're going to have more in common with your neighbor, no matter what they are. Your neighbor could be the complete opposite of you. You could be uh, ex-lawyer, Jewish uh, YouTuber. And uh, you have a Mongolian trans, whatever the fuck you want, and you sit down and talk. I'm telling you, this was fucking crazy. You're gonna have more in common with your neighbor, who's another fucking Dude. human being, than you do with these goddamn people in the government. Pantelis, I was driving down to Florida with the family when we were moving our stuff, yeah. and we end up in a pool at a hotel in like near Jacksonville, Florida. I'm in the pool with a guy and his wife and his daughter from Georgia. Culturally, could not have been any more diametrically opposed. We start talking about fishing, and within 30 seconds. Dude's showing me pictures of catfish that he caught in Georgia and says, you got to come up and come fishing. I said, one day I'll be through it. One day I'll be there. That's real progress, though. That's how you fucking talk to people and you get to know. I'm telling you, people are awesome. They're also shitty, but they're also awesome. We're a complicated complicated species. I can But don't fall for it because it's so easy online. You see a comment and you're like, fuck that person. Then you start going into it. It's so easy to fucking hate people. It's, It's easy and then it's so consuming. Especially with what I think are deliberate accounts that intend to provoke that reaction. There's a lot of trolls out there. Yeah. So you got to take them for what it is. 
I have to work on that. That'll I be, sound like be... a stupid hippie, but I, I, I honestly feel it's the only way well, you... for survival of the species. It's the only way. It's I, I, compassion, love. I don't know what the proper word is, but I, it feels to me that we're, we're so quick to hate. No, and we see uh, all the fuckery. You know, like a lot of crimes. Like, let's say I was talking about Yemen. Let's say the Saudis, what's going on over there. It comes from a place to fucking fuck these people. Like, you don't think that they're human. So if you don't think someone's human, you think they're beneath you, you're going to do some crazy ass shit. We have to fucking pull back. We have to be more like dogs. Dogs are very loyal. Well, also dogs, when they get into a fight, they stop when the, they stop when the domination has been asserted yeah. and the fight is over. And they don't fight. To the end, for no better reason. Yeah, we're the only lunatics. I think a gr- gr- uh, gorillas, some of the monkeys do that. Like, they actually just kill the other gang and, like, rip uh, off their genitals. Chimpanzees. Don't get yeah. me into monkeys, rip, dude. Yeah, and they chimps. rip off their yeah. genitals. We've been, and, like, to- we've been looking at, dude, some crazy monkeys. There's monkey street gangs in India. Dude, it is amazing. There's, oh, it's, it's monkey street gangs. They have gangs. I, I saw the They'll one of fucking a, rob the, people. the monkey on a leash uh, that was kidnapping uh, a kid. No, never mind. The, it, dude, it is fucking crazy. Dude, it is crazy. The, we uh, they were they got into a fight with local dogs and then they started killing puppies as a revenge because one of the monkeys was killed. <laughs> it is absurd. Yeah. Well, I I, I I don't think it's hippie philosophy. I think it's also just fatigue. At a given point in time, uh, people have to punch themselves out and then just come together afterwards. But I don't know. Also, I, I've met shitty everything. I've met shitty every walk of life and I've met awesome every walk of life. That's why I know from my experience that people are fucking mostly fucking good. They are mostly good. They're mostly stupid, myself included, but we're mostly fucking good. So hate is not going to get us anywhere. Tap into the good and we build together. Was it George Carlin? He said, uh, the average person is pretty damn stupid and take for granted that half of people are stupider than them. <laughs> that's, that's fucking real life. I, I, ba- I bastardize it, but George Carlin was uh, uh, way ahead of the time. Viva, it was a pleasure to have you back in fucking studio. Uh, tell us, you, thank you know, you. you're welcome whenever you want. And when I'm down in uh, your new neck of the woods. It, it, we're and I, will, I, have, I will have access to the studio. New Year's people, I'm going to be doing more in-person interviews at the studio uh, at Locals in Miami so I can get... I don't want to put anyone on, on the spot, but I've got a bunch of great in-person interviews. One of them up, I so. know. Yeah, one of them I know that's going to do it. It's going to be great. It's going to be so, great. Viva Fry, if you don't already know him, links are going to be in the description. Uh, Viva's on Twitter. He's on Locals. He's on the YouTubes. He's everywhere. I'm on Rumble. He's on Rumble. Let's not forget Rumble. I'm not Rumble. on Facebook because I have not been able to access my account because the verification number they send us my old text. Six months, couldn't care less that I'm not on Facebook. I'm on Facebook, too. <laughs> I'm everywhere, but it doesn't matter. People follow you in one place, wherever they follow you. But thank you, Viva. Thank you, Poseidon, thank you for producing this. Peace, peeps. Thank That's you, it. people. Peace out. We've built this prison cell Cause we can't trust ourselves Critically ashamed and all our faith We'll make a murder, murder, murder Saying that this is the American dream You're gonna have to fight if you wanna believe To see it all the way Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.